As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour podcast featuring Dave Cariello, Andrew Juge, Ralph Malbro, and when he decides to show up, Kevin Hell. We are the perfect blend of Saints sincerity and stupidity. How many RPMs would it take for the Julio copter to actually fly away? And how many fumbles would happen as a result? <laughs> well, that's a trick question because you can only fumble once. If you're not having fun when your team is 11-2 and bring <laughs> back-to-back division titles for the first time in 50 years, then you need to stop watching. And now, here's your host, Ralph Malbrough. All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of the Saints Happy Hour podcast. As always, we are live streaming. Thanks to everybody for joining us. Uh, Tonight, it's a rare treat. It's me and Kevin until Andrew gets done dispatching whatever 75-year-old man he has to beat at tennis. Uh, As always, we are sponsored by SeatGeek. Let them take the confusion out of your ticket-buying experience. Instead of shopping dozens of sites to find the best deal, let SeatGeek do the work for you. Their app scans the web for the best deals to your favorite game, concert, or show. Rates them on a scale of 0 to 10 to let you know you're getting the best bang for your buck. A green light means it's a great deal. Yellow light means it's a good deal. Red, not so great. Use the promo code ACAA at checkout and receive $20 off your first purchase. That's two free beers at the stadium on them. What are you waiting for? The promo code again, ACAA for $20 off your first purchase. SeatGeek, life's an event. We have the tickets. All right, Kevin. It's June, and people are probably thinking we don't have a lot to talk about, but oh, no, they would be wrong. No, no, they are correct. (laughs) Because we have topics that are Saints-related and non-Saints-related, and we had, like, blood in the streets today on the group text about the ridiculous topics. Uh, So... I'm going to save the one of the topics, one of the a couple of the ridiculous topics uh for for uh for Andrew when he gets here. But I want to talk to you. Drew Brees had his big trial last week about his diamonds where he sued his old his I guess it's ex-friend now for like selling him a bunch of diamonds. And then he had him appraised for insurance value, and they're like, dude, these diamonds that you thought were worth like nine millions are really only worth like five. So Drew Brees sued his uh, now ex friend, saying that he got screwed over, that they said they were valued more. Uh, I don't know what the court deal is, but Drew Brees in these court photos, that Kevin, he looks kind of pathetic. Like, he looks. Like, there ain't no kind about it. He, I mean, I love Drew, but he looks like he looks like angry 
dad at TGI Fridays that that is trying to get an app that is trying to get his app paid for for free. I mean, I, I don't know. He looks like he's sitting there, you know, <laughs> like 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 a middle management salesman. It's like the wife and kids are, you know, like you know, the, the kids are screaming about, can they get dessert? Can they get dessert? And the wife's like trying to talk to him about, well, we need to plan when we're going to go to your mother's and, and, you know, my sister's going to come in town in two weeks and he's not really paying attention. He's off. <laughs> he's drifting away thinking about uh, 20 places he'd rather be. Uh, and instead he's got to sit and listen to everybody talk. And it's ba- like inside his head is basically hello, darkness, my old friend. I will say this one thing that Drew Brees is doing. He's really busting stereotypes left and right because what's the stereotype of NFL players, right? NFL players that are poor and and come from disadvantaged backgrounds are usually bad with money. Well, Drew Brees came from a middle-class upbringing. He is a white quarterback and he made a terrible decision with money. Who the fuck buys diamonds? As an investment, if you aren't selling gold records a la the Eagles or a rapper or whoever, this is or, a or, or if you're a teenage character or if you're a teenager on a uh, mid 90s sitcom. <laughs> that too. I mean, this, I mean, as far as like bad ideas, diamonds as an investment, unless you're in a James Bond movie, and even then. I mean, this is, this is, this is pretty bad. Does it, does it, it, you know, I hate to say it, but it kind of makes me take, not, Drew Brees is still awesome. I still love him. He's still the greatest quarterback for the Saints ever. But now all of his like business empire stuff, I look at it, I'm like, "Mm, does he know what he's doing? I don't know anymore. I don't think he knows what he's doing. I'm sure just somebody just said, hey, throw a shit ton of money at uh, these sandwich places. And I'm sure he's just like, all right, fine, I'll cut a check. I don't give a shit. People will go because they know I own them. I mean, look, you could you could tell him you could tell him open any kind of business, probably, or you could have at some point, and he would have cut a check for you. But now, thanks to this asshole with the diamonds, you know, that, I guarantee you, you know who's more pissed at that 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 at the ring guy, that the diamond guy, than Drew Brees is is Drew Brees's other business partners or would be business <laughs> partners because now. That guy screwed the pooch for everybody. It's like, man, I really wanted to set pitch Drew on this idea for this. Can't do that anymore. Because old fucking Jem Diamond there had to go and sell him, uh, you know, some some genuine cubic zirconium. I mean, look, the only way this story, the only way this story could have gotten worse was if was if you found out that these were genuine conflict diamonds. And Drew Brees personally watched uh, the 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 poor indigenous peoples of uh, Western, I'm just, yeah, it's Western Africa, uh, get you know get fucking beaten while uh, searching for them goddamn diamonds. Yeah, More, said uh, Brees testified that he and Moridi had an agreement. Moridi would charge the couple wholesale wait, prices. Wait, wait, wait. what is compensation? This guy's name? What's that? What's this guy's name? More Moridi. M O R A D I. Okay. Moradi would would charge the couple wholesale prices and receive compensation from sellers, similar to how real estate agents are compensated by us by those selling a property rather than those making the purchase. 
Uh, Moradi's attorney said Breeze never solidified this agreement in writing. He also uh, said several pieces did not fall under the agreement since they were already in Moradi's possession when the sale took place, and Moradi wasn't seeking them as investments on the Breeze's behalf. Dude, Drew, I work in advertising for this podcast for like ads that barely clear four figures, and I get that shit in writing, son. Come on now. Wait a minute, hang on. You're clearing four figures? I mean, for like, you know, we got. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We got, we got, we got a guy. I can't, I can't reveal it because it, it's, it's a great sponsor. He's gonna, he's gonna pay uh, a, a pretty good amount for the whole. He's gonna start in July and he's gonna go through December. You know, and it's gonna like the whole for the whole for the whole six months. You know, it'll be, it'll be four figures. But, uh but you know, I mean, I'm getting that shit in writing. He wants it in writing, right? Because it's money, and you do it. You like write up a contract, Jesus. You know, right. I mean. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the, dude, the, like, let me tell you, uh, the, the, the pro wrestling business, like the independent pro wrestling business, they don't do shit in writing. And, and, and I can assure you, there's a lot of shady motherfuckers in the professional wrestling, uh, business. Professional wrestling Special, is shady. Especially, yeah, I know. Surprise. Breaking news. Uh, the, the, the independent scene is filled with shady backstabbing, <laughs> conniving people, uh, so take a page from that. Get shit in writing. Get shit in writing. Or have multiple witnesses. Multiple. Multiple I mean, witnesses. I mean, Drew, but you, you don't do your deal with the Saints on a handshake. Come on right. now. Just say it. Right. <laughs> you know. Right. I mean, shit. Look at the look at the college sports scene. It's like you get guys talking about, oh, we got a handshake agreement. That don't mean the motherfuckers putting your your cat, you know. That don't mean the guys uh, definitely coming. Shit, I mean, there's kids that'll pick up the, the the cap and put it on their head, and and you know, some of the time they'll change their fucking mind and go somewhere else. I mean, I think I think Andrew is right. Whenever he gets here, next year's bracket is gonna yeah. be because it's gonna be Drew Brees' worst investment. I mean, we should just start making those up at some point, just to like we'll we'll, just, we'll see. Which, we'll try to we'll try to trick people which ones are real and which ones aren't. Um, so tell Drew thing. to bet on the Washington Generals. <laughs> What's more likely 
to happen in the next year, Kevin. Okay. The Saints win the Super Bowl or walk-ons goes completely belly up. I'm going to say walk. Here's the thing. I barely know what, what that is. So, and I'll still right. say they, I'll still say they go, they go belly up. Cause like shit, don't like 60%, 60% of all restaurants go belly up in the first three years. It's like two years. Uh, somebody oh, said, I mean, the generals are due Kevin. That's what saints reclined. Said. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Ruth Chris, uh, who is a famous restaurateur from new Orleans. She always said, uh, you want to make a million dollars in the restaurant business? Start with two million. That was her. Go. That was her joke that she used to give it at talks and conventions and stuff. So right, and, and, oh, th- th- that right there tells you everything you need to fucking know. I guarantee you, she's getting like. You want to know where she's making her money? Really making her fucking money? Giving speeches to people <laughs> at That's private like, engagements. Hey, that, you, hey, you want to come by and, t- and talk? <laughs> About how fucking great we we throw the steak in the butter and uh and bring it to you piping hot and sizzling and it's amazing. Yeah, give me six figures and I'll come talk to you. All about <laughs> I'm telling you, why don't you just go, why don't you just cook me the steak? Okay. <laughs> Who is the? Well, I don't want I don't want to get I don't want to get political, but there's a lot of there's a lot of people that I I, I always feel like that even when my my you my get my. My company that sends me places, they give me like, uh, they let me go to conferences. They pay for me to go. I always feel like that when I'm at a conference and they're like, this person is so brilliant and they've done all this amazing things and they've made millions of dollars SEO. I'm like, if you were so that, if you were so brilliant, you wouldn't be given speeches. You'd be, you'd have your own island, you know, like the super mega rich don't really do books. I mean, even Warren Buffett, who's like mega millionaire, he doesn't go and like, he might have books, but he doesn't go on like a speak, uh, like a 30, uh, 30 city speaking tour, but you know. Oh, no, no, he doesn't do that shit. Instead, no, but he's so fucking rich, people will come to him. Like, that's the thing. People will come to him, put a camera in front of him and say, well, Warren, what about this and this? And he'll just say, I don't know, you know, it's Let this me tell- and that, blah, blah. Let me tell you something. No, I was going to say, let me tell you something, people. I know with the Saints win, there's a lot of people out there that want to start their own podcast and they want to get going because the Saints fun when the Saints win. Let me tell you something. If you ever start your own podcast and you go to a podcasting convention and me and Kevin are one of the main speakers, you got fucking had, okay? Let me just say that. Because if I'm if I'm giving a speech on how to be a great podcaster and Kevin's with me, me and Kevin, we are just there for the fucking money. We don't know what we're talking about, and we have conned our way into a giant appearance fee. I can assure you, it, it, I can assure you, my <laughs> plane ticket will have been paid for because I ain't fly, I, I I am I am tight with my fucking money. <laughs> I'm tight with my money because I got a kid now. The kid, kids are just a drain, man. I love him, but he's just the, the money just. It's just I just I'm like the Joker in Batman. It's just it's just Brother, on fire, you know. Yeah, I I I I I'd love to have a family one day. I don't know when the, how the hell I would afford one. Uh, you know, like that's how I look at it. I'm, and I don't even have college debt. That's the thing. Everybody talks about man, col- man, my college debt's really got me underwater. Yeah, boy, I, 
hey, I I sympathize with all the people with college debt. I don't even have college debt, and I'm I'm, you know, hanging on by uh by the skin of my teeth. I took out a fertility loan to to have the kid, and silly me, we were like, oh. You buy a fertility package. It's like it'll never take us four times to have this kid. It it'll take after one or two tries, and then we'll just pay it off early. That twelve percent interest rate, it'll be fine. That was a horrible idea with me. I am terrible with money. I love my kid, but that fertility loan was a fucking anchor. I you can well, you, you can mind you better remind him when he's old enough to remember that. Yeah, uh, my wife. When we paid off that fertility loan last July, I made my wife take me to the German restaurant, Kevin. I fucking celebrated as hard as I did when the Saints won the Super Bowl because it was like getting a giant raise because the fertility loan between the credit cards and the loans and everything was almost our house note. So I was euphoric. But people don't care about my uh my my and your financial uh dealings the saints actually had news uh, i was trying to wait for andrew but he's dragging uh the saints actually signed a, a corner today uh Kayvon, uh webster kevin i'm like you i didn't know who he was i searched for his gif uh he played for the rams he tried to play the last couple years but he's been hurt he played for for denver before that he was pretty good but my thing is, I like maybe it's just the scars from all the corners getting injured, and you know that was what in in twenty in twenty fifteen and twenty sixteen or in twenty seventeen even even when they had Lattimore right they had the, they had the week where Crawley was out and Lattimore, and then then the the two years before that they had Delvin Bro with his leg, and and then all those injuries. So I am like. An old man, like you know, your grandparents. They grew up in the depression, and they're like, "Gotta save money. Banks are bad. Bury some money in the backyard. Put it under the mattress." I'm like that with corners, Kevin. <laughs> I just want the Saints to have as many fucking corners as possible. So I was like, "Saints signed a corner. He started in the NFL. Beautiful. You can never have enough." Right, but he's but the last two years, you just said he's been injured. Well, yeah, but I mean, he's not going to be like starting. He he's got that he's got that Kevin Durant issue. If you're watching the finals tonight, as you're listening to this podcast, where he had the calf slash Achilles deal, where it's like both like he didn't blow it out, or he did, and, and then he he hurt the Achilles, and then he had a calf, and then he had the Achilles, and then like so it's like it's that injury going back and forth. So it's not like it was a knee, and then an arm, and then a collarbone. Like it's just that's the main issue with him. And yeah, look, the Saints medical staff, it's Doctor Spaceman from Thirty Rock. But I mean, as a flyer, it's good. And and Kevin, here's the thing: the, the if, if he you, if if it gets to where you need him to play, the choice isn't like a good corner. It's either do you want the guy Kayvon Mar Kayvon Webster that has actually played and started in the NFL, or do you want the UDFA from Podunk U at corner? Like you know, that's the thing when we get down to this guy. Like if 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 we're debating whether he's a good idea to play him in October, it means like the plague has hit the secondary. <sighs> I mean, eh, that's that, that's a fair point. I I just look at some of that shit like, you know, would it be the worst thing if you're going to – I mean, 
would it be the worst thing to 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 take the guy from you know some some UDFA from uh uh you know Youngstown University or or, or wherever the hell like some maybe some Division two college or something? And he played two games last year. He's played sixty seven games total. Um, he's twenty eight. Um, you know he's. He he's only started he's only started thirteen games. He started two for Denver. Um he's not he he's not great. But I mean it's like it's, it's no he's not a starter. He's not he's a not a starter. He's basically I would say he's a super long shot to make the team. Um you know, um but you know, the thing is the thing is, Kevin and I said this to Andrew on the uh on the Breaking News podcast, which you should sign up for the daily podcast, it's only seven dollars a month. If you if you were a daily member, you know you got the normal Monday one at eight o'clock, and then me and Andrew did a Breaking fucking News podcast, complete with uh, this sound effect mixed in. Uh, so that's why you should be uh, a supporter, a patron. Uh, but I said to Andrew, I was just happy the Saints had some news to talk about because over the weekend saints twitter we get into the dog days and we start fighting amongst ourselves kevin about the age old topics like is archie manning overrated and people that have actually never seen him play are arguing about it and threatening each other other violence and telling each other to dm and call me tell me where to meet you so i can punch you in the face so I'd rather talk about that than have the 9,000th argument of whether Archie was overrated or not. <laughs> and, and, and by the way, filibuster for 30 seconds because I have to blow my nose. Okay, well, uh, you mentioned before we went off, uh, we went on the air, like asking me which intro we wanted to use. You said the John Wick intro. Uh, here, here's a Cariello-esque confession here from me. I have not seen any of the John Wick movies, and unlike Dave, I John, know to be ashamed seen, wait, wait, of wait, 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 wait. You haven't seen any of the John Wick movies? No. Oh, no. man. But, no, no, John no. Wick but here's the thing. Are... I, I know. I know that they are amazing. I've seen – I have not seen a single bad thing said or written about any of them. I, and And those movies – look like they would be right in my wheelhouse. Are, I know it is a, I, but unlike Dave, I can admit this is an absolute fault of mine. <laughs> I haven't the, seen those movies. I haven't seen, I haven't seen the third one. The thing about the John Wick movies that are awesome. And, and that, that's the thing that I was, so I, with having a kid, it's just hard to get to the movie. So I'll watch the John Wick movie, the third one, it comes out on my giant TV. But the thing that makes it awesome is like the third one, like John Wick is a celebrity in the movie because nobody can kill him. So it's just like John met the John Wick movies are making fun of themselves as the movie goes along, which I am totally for. Um, and like Keanu Reeves, like he's, he's, I wouldn't say he's a great actor, but he's like a, he's like a, like a football player that like has certain skill sets. Like if you put him in the right spot, he's amazing. You know, like in the, uh, in the matrix movie, Keanu Reeves is fucking unbelievable. But if you put him in a romance movie where he really has to like have range, it gets it gets dicey, you know? Like what's the movie where like uh Charlize Theron has cancer and he like meets oh, her and, and she's like a hippie or something? Yeah. Uh 
uh, the lake house. Is it called the lake house? Yeah, it is the lake house. The hey, lake super deformed. That's not a waste of seven dollars. Well, it is. It is. It is a total waste of seven dollars to be on the podcast. Um, yeah, I think it's the lake house. Uh, uh, I get, I get, I get all the, I get all the, the, the Keanu Reeves and the Nick. Like, I get confused on what bad romance movies he did and the Nicholas Spark ones that my wife watches. I know, um, but uh, so that's the thing. Uh, thanks to Tom Stewart and and Abby Sane in the in the uh, chat room. Author author Mallet author Mallet was another of the corners that uh, people were excited about when the Saints had injuries. Remember when they signed him? He was kind of interesting in the preseason. Then another team signed him, and then they had all the injuries, and we're like, man, if we'd had author author Mallet, this would be better. Um, so so that's it. So um, that I was just happy, like like. That's when you like back to the dog days, Kevin. Like, I mean, it, what besides Archie Manning being overrated? Like, what is a go-to Saints argument in the summer where we have nothing to type talk about, so we will yell and scream at each other? I had somebody, uh, David Grubbs, who's a nice guy. I never talked to him in real life, but he, on Twitter, he's really nice to me. Uh, he was saying that Deuce McAllister is overrated, and that. Uh, it's not like a top four running back in Saints history. Oh, wow. I showed up at the best time. You did. <laughs> Jesus. Wait, that, that, that's a, that is a, that's a take. That's a take. So, Juge, who did you beat tonight at tennis? What 70-year-old man? Did he ever walk? Uh, <laughs> this was actually our last match of the season, which is why I'm late. We uh, decided to all go get beers afterwards. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that's you could tell Glad you have priorities. Me and Kevin were just talking yeah. about um, bad Saints argument, but but we were talking about uh, and and I told people that we, me and you talked about it on the on the uh, breaking news podcast today. But Kayvon Webster, um, me and Kevin were trying to figure out who is the worst of all the UDFAs. Was it Devonte Harris? Who is the worst of all the UDFAs that the Saints have had to plug in at corner? Well, when, when you say oh, when you say worst, you mean a guy that had to go in and and yeah. was just an epic disaster. Yeah, like Brandon Browner doesn't count because they they paid him five million dollars a year, right? Or Jason. Well, Dave. he wasn't he wasn't a UDFA. Yeah. I yeah, mean, I mean Devonte Harris is kind of the one guy that stands out to me off the top of my head. BJ Webb was BJ Webb was pretty BW Webb was pretty terrible, but I have a soft yeah, but he spot wasn't in my a heart UDFA. for him. He was he was a free agent. Oh yeah, he was. I mean, trying to think who um, Travis Fredericks. Uh, he was a free agent. I mean, he was a UDFA with someone else, but he didn't come in. You know, his rookie year trying to play like De- Devonte Harris. I mean. <laughs> You know, in terms of draft picks, I mean, you could throw like Johnny Patrick and Corey White. Like those guys were awful. Okay. I would say that they were they were equally bad as um, Devontae Harris. I, I would put them in the same league. But Corey Corey White, he was um, he might have not been a UDFA in fact, but in spirit, he was a UDFA. Absolutely. Um. So yeah, I mean, be- like so. That's the thing with with uh, Webster is 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 I'd feel at least better than him, but when I dove into uh, into his stats, it, it scared me, Andrew. Which I, we 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 didn't do on the podcast today. He's only started twice. 
He started twice last year for the Texans, right? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, but he started 14 games for the Rams before that. Did he? I th- I was looking at. I him. thought he or I, I thought he was a for for one season there. I thought he started a good number of games. He started eleven games in twenty seventeen for the Rams. Yeah, yeah. So, well, I don't think the Saints are again like it's like we said on the podcast. I don't think the Saints are really counting on him for much. Like, it's one of those things where. If he makes the team, we should be worried. Like he's competition, he's a camp body, and if he doesn't make the team, that means the guys ahead of him did what they were supposed to. And so I, I think the only concern here is if he makes the team. I have no problem with them signing anyone from Adam as a camp body. I, it does not matter. To me. I don't care. Even Adrian Peterson. Well, that never bothered me like it bothered Kevin. But sure, but sure, like bring, come on down. Like a camp body is never going to bother me. It's just another guy that you're bringing in, giving him an opportunity to make the team if he can earn it in training camp. Most guys don't do it because they're terrible. And if Kayvon Webster is as bad as I think he's going to be, then he won't make the team. All right. So we need to talk about, uh, that happened last week, like right after we did the big show, uh, the Saints Hall of Fame. They they added in Reggie Bush. They added in Colston. Um, Kevin, they're both worthy candidates. But my thing is, are we going to elect everybody on the 20, 2009 Saints except Darren Sharper because he's not eligible because he, he's in state custody right now? But is everybody else in the tw- 2009 wait, wait, roster, wait, wait, are they getting on, into the Saints Hall of Fame? Why, why, why wouldn't Sharper make it? <laughs> why wouldn't I mean, let's, Sharper... let's, talk about, let's talk about that for a second. I mean, <laughs> he was a, he, he's become a terrible person post-football, but... Yes. Well, I mean, I think he was a terrible person during football, wasn't no, he? Was he, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. Like, all... Incorrect. That's the weirdest thing about him, Kevin, is... All his terribleness squeaky clean. Squeaky is, clean. is post-football. Like, I, I, I say this, and people might take it the wrong way. I would watch a 30 for 30 on Darren Sharper if he was honest and did the interview in prison because all his insanity is post-football. Like, he wasn't doing it and hiding it and all his – like, it's all – That we know of. That we know of. Yeah, we know. I mean, there's, no, there's no evidence. There's no, like – there was no, like, history of him being sketchy at William & Mary – there was no reports of him in, in the NFL doing anything. So, I mean, that's that's one of the things. Yeah, it, it was the whole thing was so weird. But so you, you go back to like CTE and all the, this concussion stuff. And Sharper, I mean, was was a headhunter. You know, I mean, he played 15 years in the league, ripping guys' heads off. And it really does make you wonder, like just between the CTE, the killed brain cells, and what did that guy do to his brain? And could that have played a factor in what he became after football? Maybe, but you can't. I mean, you can't. You can't put him in. I know it's just on field stuff, but you. I mean, it's all. It's all factor, right? Like that's what got. That's one of the things that got Reggie Bush in, right? His well, that, that's that's why. Awesome. That's why. Uh, that's why uh, Chuck Muncie is in in the Saints Hall of Fame, right? I thought Chuck Muncie was in. The He's not. He is He's not. not. He's no. Not. Yeah. So. I mean, Chuck Muncy though he he like repented and got 
got right, you know. And wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, wait a minute. Hang on. So educate me. What am I missing with Chuck Monsey? I mean, he did a lot uh, of coke. Yeah, he, he had a big cocaine problem. And he was okay. – I mean, he, it was so bad. I mean, he was a great player, but it was so bad that like pre-snap, basically Archie Manning had to be his babysitter and be like, all right, you're right, I'm going to hand it off to you and you're going to go left here. Like before every play, he would have to tell him where to go because he was so high. He had no idea. And, I mean, he just became such a locker room problem and had so many issues that the Saints traded him and he fizzled out pretty quick. Was Okay. I mean, was he running drugs? Was he? No. I think he was just an addict. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. But I mean, I mean that that was his reputation, and that was kind of his history. I mean, he played four years with the Saints, and that was kind of the thing. Like, yeah, he was really good, but it was a bunch of untapped potential because he couldn't keep his head on straight. And um, you know, I think Muncie is one of those guys that could have been a lot better than he actually was um, if you know he had kept his nose clean. I mean that literally. Literally. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I, I think Muncie's one of those guys where the, I think when, when you talk to the people that are voting on the Saints Hall of Fame, they'll be like, I'm not voting for that guy because he was a locker room problem and he, he was an addict and he didn't help us win games. He caused problems, even though he, he had good stats. Yeah, he, 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 uh, he went to prison. Um. Mm. For, he was sentenced to 18 months in federal prison after he pleaded guilty to, to intending to, Kevin, you're right, intending to sell two ounces of cocaine to a friend. He turned his life around after prison, prison pursuing business much, interests and sharing stories of his drug problems with at-risk youth. That's off of... How much is, how, how much is two ounces of coke? I mean, two ounces of I coke... Know, I, I know somebody in the chat room knows how much two ounces of coke is. That's a lot of coke. It's, I mean, but it, it's enough to get you serious jail time, for sure. Well, I mean, clearly. Coke is measured in grams, and they send you to well, jail, man. An eight ball is uh, uh, 3.5 grams, right? right ball yeah, coke I, is... I, love, I love that. An eight ball is 3.5 grams, right? Right. <laughs> Fucking huge. Juge is out playing tennis, and during the the set crossover, he's snorting the fucking. I mean, everyone knows that, right? (laughs) 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 So three point five gram. I mean, an an ounce is what? It's uh, how many grams is an ounce? Like, see, this is why we need the metric system. And (laughs) the metric system is. I mean, an ounce is like fifty grams, I think. Hang on a second. So two I'm, ounces of the Coke is a lot. All right, hang on. I'm the idiot with a fucking... 28 uh, grams in an ounce. So that's... Okay, I overshot that a little bit, but so still. So how many, how, many, how many grams in an eight ball? All right, hang on. Three and a half. How so many? That, did, I nail, did I nail that? Yeah, so 56 <laughs> grams. 56 <laughs> grams, man. 56 grams, depending on when, when Muncie got got arrested it didn't it didn't it doesn't specify in wikipedia if that's post uh get tough on crime stuff in congress 56 grams man they'll put your fucking ass under the jail wait wait um, so so that basically means one eighth of an ounce is is an eight ball 
right? Yeah. So two ounces would be 16 eight balls. That's a yeah. lot of eight balls. That's a I lot of I feel cocaine. like this podcast, that's the most important piece of information. We hey, we need some math. I just want to say, like, that was unbelievable. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Hang on. Endo says Juge has been lying this entire time, and tennis is code for doing 28 grams of coke <laughs> with Muncie. Yeah. <laughs> no, hang on. Wait a minute. This is great. How much? How how many? This is this is boy. It all comes back. How many? Okay, so an eight ball. It, 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 so yeah, yeah. Everything we talked about an, an an eighth of an ounce. How many grams is in an eighth of an ounce? Or, or no, how many grams is an ounce of coke? Twenty eight. I want to make it very clear here that I am not a participant in illicit drug use. activities. Yeah, and we do, not, we do not You're support close. or condone illicit drug use except during football season after the Saints have lost. <laughs> okay. How many grams in, in an ounce of Coke? 28.3. That's exact. God, I really hope my kids never listen to this. <laughs> so, so that's the thing. So they're gonna they're gonna pull up archives of our podcasts when our kids are in their teens. That's not true. Man. Saying, did you or did you not talk about a climate of cocaine? Climate change is gonna drag drown us all, and the cloud will be ruined. There, there won't be any record of this. Fingers crossed. Uh, so, I mean, so so, but but. I feel like, especially now, like I think Chuck Muncie is, is eventually going to get in the Saints Hall of Fame. Like I don't you think, think the so? dr- I think so. Like the drug stigma is gone. I, I especially since he's turned his I life would, around. I would agree with you if the Saints hadn't won a Super Bowl. But now that Sean Payton has made it clear that like you get in and you get in and you get in, like I just think Meacham, Devery Henderson. I mean, hell, Chris Reese. Like, I just all those dudes are going to get in before Chuck Muncie. It's Steve Gleason. <laughs> like, where does it stop? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think all those dudes get in. Like, like some t- Jonathan Goodwin. Like, who, who's kind of like a guy that was on the Super Bowl team that was pretty good? But like, Anthony Hargrove. Like, does Chuck Muncie make it before those guys? Man, I don't know. When you think about the fact that Loomis and Sean Payton are guys that influence the choices there. Why would they pick a guy that played in the seventies and had a Coke problem when they could pick Jeff Charleston? I'm, I'm just telling Here, you, man. Here's the thing. Let's do this. Let's do, let's do speed round and I'm going to name a player and you just go yes or no. And I'm going to alternate between you two. Kevin, Mike Bell, Hall, Saints Hall of Famer. Yes or no? No. Pierre Thomas, Andrew. Yes. Reggie Bush is already in. Lionel Hamilton, Kevin. No. Drew Brees. Fuck you for asking. <laughs> Robert Meacham. Yeah. Heath Evans. No. Devery Henderson. Yes. Mark Brunel. No. Somebody named Kyle Eckel. <laughs> Pull back. <laughs> No. He, came, he came in for uh, Heath Evans when he- Evans yeah. got that injury. Colston is in. 
Kevin, your boy, Jeremy Shockey. Yes. I would go no. David Thomas. No. Lance Moore. He's already in. Yes. Kevin, Darnell Dinkins. Caught a touchdown. 2009. (laughs) No. Troy Humphrey. Hell no. Courtney Roby. Ooh. Ran a kickback, had a huge return in the NFC title game. I go no, but that one's tough. Mm. All right, Kevin. Jonathan Vilma, he's he he's in, right? Oh yeah. Andrew, this is controversial. Roman Harper. Yes. I think he's in. Uh we talked about Darren Sharper. Kevin, another controversial one. Scott Shanley. Yeah, fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) Andrew, Tracy Porter. See, Shanley's another one. Like, Shanley gets in before Muncie, I think. Um, Tracy Porter, I would say yes, absolutely. Oh, that should be a lock. Yeah. Tracy Porter should have his own wing. They should just do the, the 2009 playoffs on a loop. Scott Fujita. I think so, yeah. Will Smith is already in. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, this is interesting. Malcolm Jenkins? Mm. I'm inclined to say yes. No. Jab- I would say no. Ke- Andrew, Jabari Greer? Yes. Anthony Hargrove, Kevin? <sighs> yeah. No. Charles Grant? That one's hard. That that one's really really hard. That's a fifty. That's a that's a fifty fifty. Randall Gay, Kevin. That one's tough no. too. I'm gonna say no. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Cedric Ellis. Ooh. No, you can't put fucking Cedric. Ellis. Yeah, I, I think no. I think they're no. gonna have to expand. They're gonna they're gonna need another floor for this. Uh, some guy named Pearson Prelu. No. It's Prelo, but no. Prelo. Troy Evans. No. Good, solid, white linebacker, no. fan favorite. No. <laughs> no. Remy Adele. <laughs> no. He didn't pee on the Falcons logo, though. No. Bonus I'm going to say this guy, and you're going to laugh. He deserves a wing for that. This, I'm going to say this guy deserves to get in. You're both going to laugh at me. I don't care. I'm going to tell you why. Marvin Mitchell, because his celebration when Tracy Porter intercepts the ball in the Super Bowl as he's high-stepping along the sideline along with Tracy, Moore, Tracy Porter is magnificent, and he should be in the Saints Hall of Fame just for that. Yeah, it's still enough. Chris, Re- Chris Reese? I'm going to say no. Kevin... Demario Presley. No. Jonathan Casillas. Big part no. of the ambush. No. Bobby McRae. Mm, no. Mike McKenzie, Andrew. Yeah, eventually, yes. Lee Torrance. <laughs> No way. <laughs> no. He's a coach he is on the Saints team. coaching staff, though. The Carpenter, Jeff Charleston. <laughs> no chance. Uh, Osama Young. No. 
Chris McAllister. Uh, no. Some guy named Anthony Waters. No. Kendrick Clancy. No. And Jason Kyle. No. Oh, and Jonathan um, Goodwin. I'm surprised. Jonathan Goodwin. Yeah, I was going to say, Goodwin's tough for me. Uh, I'm biased. I would say yes. I love Goody. That uh, that's the entire that's the entire fifty three plus anybody who played. Um, so <clears throat> the last topic I want to talk about was uh, before we get to the complete nonsense. Um, and, and it's gonna be it, it's funny because he's gonna be okay. Uh, Wait, where's Dave? Where's Dave? By the way, Dave is in Washington D.C. Oh right, he's stuck in yeah. So, uh, I, probably most of you saw uh, David Ortiz of the Boston Red Sox, uh, formerly. He was in the Dominican Republic, and he got shot in the back in an assassination attempt because uh, apparently uh, a, a drug lord thought that he was David Ortiz was sleeping with his wife, so he ordered him to get killed. He didn't get killed. Uh, and because David Ortiz is so beloved in the Dominican Republic, the dude that shot him, the crowd at the nightclub where David Ortiz was fractured the dude's skull and crushed his larynx. So my question to you, Kevin, if that happened to Drew Brees, would the person who shot Drew Brees, would he survive the night in NOLA? I mean, I like how I, I, for starters, I like how serious I'm taking the question because I'm really considering. And uh, <laughs> I thought of it. Certain- I thought of it long and hard such, too. Like such it, as, it, because it, it depends, depends where is where Drew Brees? Is, like right, where is he? Police nearby. Yeah. Because here's the thing: if there's police nearby, it's entirely likely that police arrest the guy. Now, now he'll, of course, whoever that person is will get roughed up. But if there are no police around or if police are even, say, a mile away, whoever that is, they're getting if they're getting beaten within an inch of their life, if not killed by hand. I I mean, I would say. Did you you see how this I mean, look, I don't want to get into this whole Will Smith thing, but like. If you saw how fans reacted to the whole Will Smith thing when, you know, there was some gray area. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. The, the Will Smith situation was, was sketchy on both sides. Um, but if you see kind of the outpour of support and anger towards the perpetrator um, in the Will Smith case, if it was Drew Brees, man, not only would that guy be taken out that night, I would be worried for his wife, his cousins, his cousins' cousins. I mean, all the way down the line, it, it, there would be no mercy. Oh, yeah, you're talking a total Kaiser Sose scenario. Yes. Nicholas says, shootings and cocaine, classic episode. The coke came first, per usual. I mean, this is, this is going to be in, in our archives as our, one of our best or worst episodes, depending on, depending on how hey, Well, you... this is great timing because I actually just started watching Narcos on, <laughs> on Netflix. I, I've never watched the show before, and I just uh, – I actually have a, 
friend that I work with and his girlfriend's dad was an undercover or still is an undercover DEA guy in Mexico. And so I was hearing her stories. I mean, just mind blowing stories. And like, I can't believe this is your real life kind of stories. And (laughs) so she she was telling me about, you know, Narcos and she's like, yeah, like if you watch that show, that's basically, basically my dad. So I started watching it. And so this is all like fresh in my mind. And, you know, I don't, I mean, I feel bad for David Ortiz, but like, man, you watch that show and you're like, yeah, I'm not sleeping with any of those guys' wives. Like, I don't, I don't care. Like, I, I wouldn't sleep with a guy's wife, period, but the drug, drug dealer in a cartel, like, that's probably the last guy's wife I'm sleeping with. I'm going to say... Like, after my best friend. I'm going to say... Um, I'll, I'll come out with the, with the, the covers on that. Like... You know, we don't know for a we don't know for a fact that one that David Ortiz was sleeping with anybody. Yeah. Uh, and then two, it's entirely possible Ortiz was like, okay, there's this. I'm assuming, and I'm assuming, very attractive lady. Uh, and he did he know she was the drug lord's girlfriend slash wife? Not you knowing go, you her. you go from we don't know to assuming she's attractive. I mean. <laughs> that was a 180. I mean, uh, well, I, yeah, I mean, it, it, you can't assume. You know, we can't assume to know that 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 Ortiz did in fact sleep with somebody else's wife, and we can't. I mean, his wife, I, I, right? Wife. And honestly, out of all of that, yeah, sure, the safest bet would be that the woman was attractive. My wife. <laughs> safest, safest bet. The only. The only safer bet is that my cat is going to howl like she's trying to reproduce during the show, uh, I would think. Um, so, listen, as we uh, – the 49er kicker received death threats for missing a field goal years ago. They still haven't forgiven him. Do you think someone would survive a Drew Brees assassination attempt? No, they would not. I, I would say the, the, new, the, the local media might turn bloodlusty. And be like, I hope they get the guy. I hope they get him. You know, like the because the local me- like the Saints are so beloved. Like I think all journalistic integrity would be out the window, and things would get really weird. That's just what oh, I'm saying. Oh, oh, but oh no, but I'm sure Jeff Duncan would find a way to dig into the shooter's past and uh and try and paint the picture that he's really just a misunderstood individual. Jesus. <laughs> so as we've talked about drugs and cocaine and shootings, and murder, and adultery. I think we have to get to the last sin, and that's, of course, gambling between their live in-game betting, endless props, and fantasy sports wager. There's something for everyone at my bookie with the best player perks in the sports book business. They've been good to us, and we know they'll be good to you. My bookie, they're hooking our listeners up all month. Visit mybookie.ag and use the promo code HAPPY25 when creating your account to claim your 50% bonus. Laying down 100, you'll get an extra 50 to play. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E dot A-G. Promo code HAPPY25. You play, you win, you get paid. Terms and con- terms and conditions apply. God damn, that was a good segue. Yep, they was. Well done. Just saying. I'm just they saying. will well not assassinate you. Yeah, I'm just saying, if if you're thinking of sponsoring the podcast, you want to get involved, uh, you can see by that read that I'm getting like 5% better every six months. Yeah, you nailed it. That was, <laughs> that was impressive. 
<laughs> so, um, I, I got to find, I, I asked for questions today, uh, super ridiculous ones. And I, I didn't, and I, 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 uh, I was trying to get people cause I knew in June, you know, we sort of like, uh, talked out the saints. Um, do you think this is from saints recline, Andrew, do you think any of our return team hopefuls are looking promising this year or should we start trying out beer delivery guys right now? <laughs> Good question. Yeah, I mean, I feel like all the eggs are in the uh, Marcus Sherrill's basket. Um, you know, he, he's the guy that has to do it. Um, Tommy Lewis is a guy that I think most of us didn't like as a returner, but he's gone. So uh, I, don't, I don't really see a ton of competition, honestly. Um, I mean, if Alec Mera is ever back there again, I'm going to puke. Um, so I, I just I don't want to see him back there on punt returns. I never want to see it again. Um, <laughs> And it's not that he can't do it. I just don't want him to get hurt on special teams. We've already done we've already done that dance with Brandon Cooks and Reggie Bush. We've gotten both of them hurt with punt returns. So hard pass, no thanks. Um, you know, it was on this podcast that Ralph was joking about Sproles. I mean, if Sproles is back, yeah, I wouldn't want him in the mix at returner. But um, short of that, I think Cheryl's is the guy. I, I can't imagine anyone else beating him out for that job. Kevin, Joe asks, Sean Payton shaved his head and is looking more and more like Bill Parcells every day. When will the transformation be complete? Uh, when he uses uh, an outdated term for Asian people uh, when describing trick <laughs> plays. I don't, I, don't, I don't feel the transformation thing because I get, I get, I get the appearance thing, but... Like I feel like Sean Payton's gotten way nicer as he's gotten older. I feel like Parcells became more and more of a surly dick as he got older. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I like Payton is way softer. He's softened up big time on the media, especially. <laughs> he is. He's eating eating ice cream and watching Netflix. <laughs> um, he's see. a man of the people. In the last 17 games... probably watching Narcos. This is a good question from Lotus Transport. Uh, In the last 17 games, Andrew, played of 2018, what happened more, Zach line kick returns or the black and gold actually wearing gold pants? I don't know. (laughs) Branley Hanwerger used to chart that shit in an Excel sheet. And and, and he's gone on to bigger and better things uh, outside of media. So we don't have anybody that tracks the uniform things like he did. So I don't know. I don't know the he's, answer. To that. He's, uh, he's physical therapy, right? Yeah. Yeah. But Kevin, I mean, that um, was his. That was his thing, that was man. His he kind knew. Of thing, yeah. He knew. He knew when they wore what, and how often they scored. Like he would break out stats of like when the Saints wear the black pants at home, they average thirty-two a game at night. Uh on Sunday, you know, like he had all the stats broken down. We don't. We don't have Listen. that anymore. Somebody needs to get a hold of Sean Fazan <laughs> and tell him that his old fantasy football uh, internet show running buddy is is suggesting he take up this mantle. Hmm. So somebody get on Fazan and t- and and bug his ass until he agrees to do this. <laughs> uh. We need to get Zach Streif back on the show. We 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 do. do, you, do, you, do you, don't don't tell him to listen to this episode though. No. 
The drugs, and the, the drugs and the eight ball and the gram measurements may, may scare him off. Yeah, that, yeah, he may, he may be like, yeah. Sorry, guys. Oh, he was but, another uh, Zach Streif. Is he? Is he? He's go. He's going in. Yeah, he's in, he's in. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so that wraps it up. Thanks to everybody well, for. Hard. Thanks to everybody for listening live. By the way, my wife. <laughs> Wrap it up. My wife officially mailed. Uh, 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 um, yeah. Uh, my wife. Uh, all the stuff gets shipped uh, by Thursday. If you're owed a koozie, if you're Wait, owed so a magnet. Wait, so your wife, your wife. Your that includes it, your dad, Andrew. That includes Kevin. I'm shipping up. Finally, st- shipping you guys swag. You you deserve it for being on the show. Uh, so if. You don't get your swag in the next two weeks. DM me through Patreon, and I'll make sure that you got it. Maybe you put in the address, the address wrong. Maybe I slide I into gave the you. DM. Yeah. Well, because they can. Well, message. It's a, It's just. A, they can just message me. I, I, D, DM sounds sultry and 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 and, and nefarious. Um, <laughs> but uh, do that. And if you haven't signed up already, signed up for the daily podcast. Uh, me and Andrew are doing crazy, wild shit, and other other media sources like the Advocate slash Times Picayune, they can't even churn out your a Saints article for you every day. We're doing a fucking seven to ten minute podcast every single day. It's worth seven dollars. You should do it. Um, so that about wraps it up. Kevin is like old times, baby. It was me. It was me and you for like 25 minutes. It was like it was 2010 all over again. Yeah, sorry um, to crash the party. <laughs> so for <laughs> Andrew, for Dave, for Kevin, for cocaine addicts everywhere, I'm Ralph Marlboro. Uh, until next week, the bar is closed. We love you, Bob, with John Wick,